my god! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Oh no. And it was facing like this. We just recorded. We gotta go it, dude. We got. We're almost done. We gotta do it. An hour and thirty-seven minutes with this mic facing this okay, direction. As long as people can crank it up. Hey guys, Joe here from the Jake and Joe Show. Before we get into the episode this week, I just want to take a moment and apologize for what you're about to listen to. I uh, <laughs> I made a little bit of a boo-boo. We realized about 90% of the way recording through the episode that we were recording with the wrong mic. I have two mics plugged into my computer. One's a blue Snowball, which I'm recording on now to do this, and the other is a blue Yeti, which is what we intend to record the podcast with. I did not double check Audacity before I hit the record button to see that it was recording from the Yeti and it was recording from the Snowball instead, which I had tucked away facing the wall. So (laughs) this podcast is going to sound very echoey. The audio quality is not going to be the best, and I apologize for that. I'm going to do what I can in post to fix it. But we understand if this is an episode that you end up not listening to. We do, however, feel the content is great, and we hope that you stick around, but ultimately understand if you don't. Rest assured that in the future, I will be triple-checking to make sure that the Yeti is the mic picking up the audio and not the snowball. That's about it. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Welcome to this week's episode of the Jake and Joe Show with your hosts, Jake and Joe. All right, so today we have a really good show for you guys. I'm really excited about it. Um, Joe put a lot of it together. I'm pretty pumped. Basically, we're going to be talking about um, Christmas. We just had it. And even though you guys are going to be like Christmas, that was a month and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, Ish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just happens for us, and going forward, we're going to be planning a little bit better, so by the time you guys hear things, it's going to be more relevant to you. But we're going to be talking about that, uh, things that have been going on with us. Uh, I know Joe and I haven't talked to each other in about two weeks now, which is like crazy for us lately. So there's going to be a lot to say. Our tech segment today is going to be about Netflix and how much money it is completely raking in. We're going to do a little song of the week as usual. And our discussion segment today is going to be about how 2016 was one of the worst in the history books. We should just rip them out. Seriously, 2016, just nothing was going for There's, 2016. Personally, my, my personal life's pretty decent in 2016. The world and the USA as a total, thumbs down. Thumbs Two down. thumbs down, everybody. Yeah, That's what I was, I'm doing right now. When I was preparing for this episode, I was going through news articles and stuff, and there was a few here and there that was like, it was like a compilation of good things and bad things that happened in 2016. And the bad things outweighed the good, like three to one. Like there was 95 slides. I believe. And every four of them was one thing that was good. And the three in between were bad. And even the good things were probably something very obscure or something that would happen every year. One of them was that the Queen of England turned 90 or whatever age she is now. Congrats. You're still alive. (laughs) That's what it's come to guys. That is what it's come to. Pretty Someone's much. still alive. That's the good news. <laughs> okay. And, it, and that's true. I mean, that's something that we're going to talk about too. So, I would also like to point out as we get into the show that this is the first episode that we're recording at my place instead of Jake's. Ah, yes. And I think I already like the acoustics better. 
Um, I feel like my voice is getting out there a little better. And I like the artwork. Man, Joe. All, Joe all, all artwork is has been contributed by my wife. And she does a great job. It's very colorful and nice. Yes, yes. And so if you hear any animals barging into the room or cats meowing or anything like that, my apologies. I have pets. That's just a fact. So get used to it. <laughs> Deal with it, guys. All right. So let's just get right into Christmas. I mean, so Joe, what was your favorite part about Christmas this year? Well, like you said uh, in the intro here, we, you and I haven't talked for like two weeks, which is abnormal for you and I. Yeah, it's just been I so mean, busy. It's It's been seriously busy. I mean, this time of year always is. And yesterday when we were, I mean, two weeks ago when we were deciding what we were going to record for this show. Right. No, yesterday when we were deciding, last night, <laughs> um, was the first time we'd really talked. And You was, almost leaked something. Yeah, we me. almost started talking about, like, I almost started talking about stuff that happened over my holiday. And I had to stop myself because I'm like, no, this is perfect stuff for the podcast. So All I'll right, just great. hold it back. I'm glad. I'm sure you've got some good stuff to talk about, too. I have a few questions I wrote down here that I wanted to ask. Oh, yeah. One thing, one of them is, how do you like The Last of Us? Before you get into oh. it. Before you get into it. Wait a minute. Was that a bad O? No, I mean, it was a bad O, but it's not not, not like you think. You can, Just go ahead. Go I ahead. was just going to say that uh, your girlfriend came to me a couple, like a month or so before Christmas and asked for um, some advice on what she should be looking to get you for Christmas. Yeah. And one of the first things I recommended was The Last of Us. Because uh, you knew I was she, getting that PS4? Yes, which yeah. she picked up like immediately as I recommended it. Good. Uh, and I've been dying to know what you think of it. Well, I'm really, really sorry, but we're going to have to wait. Because I haven't even opened it. You yet. haven't played it's it. It's still in its cellophane. Oh. Because I've just, I've just been so busy, man. Um, my brother. I talk about my brother a lot. I noticed, but <laughs> he's up from New York, and all week. So all Christmas weekend, I was hanging out with him, playing some games, um, and I just never even got a chance to set up my PS4 and crack open a game. Well, I don't blame you. I mean. You mean your brother lives out of state, so when he's here, you're going to hang out with him as much as you can. So Right, and then next week, once the holidays are over, and especially once my training is over for my job now, I'm going to uh, dip back to the hours that I'm supposed to be working to. I'm going to have a lot more time. I'm going to catch up on other podcasts that we listen to, do a lot of editing. I'm going to crack down on that, and definitely going to start playing The Last of Us, and I will let you know as soon as... I play it because I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited too. I, I know I'm going to love it because I love narrative-driven games. Right. Lately, yeah. When I was younger, you know, I didn't. I could care less, or I couldn't care less <laughs> about narratives. But yeah. now that I'm older, that's actually my favorite part of a game. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this in the past episode, uh, but the narrative in Last of Us is very fluid. It's always going on. Yeah. So it's not like the only narration you're getting is in cutscenes. There's narration while you're playing the game. So it just car it continues to carry through the whole game. That's really neat. So the narrative's really good. Won't stay too long on that, though, because I know we've talked about it, and we won't really have any more to say until you've played it. Yeah. Uh, what about your new mouse? I know I recommended that, too. You did recommend that, Joe. And I gotta say, um, 
I haven't opened that either. You haven't opened the mouse? <laughs> so far, but I that's love it. That's like the easiest thing to use because you're already using your computer. Dude, legitimately, it is just so you listeners know, it is the 28th of December as we're recording. I haven't even turned on my PC since before Christmas. Okay. So, All right. All right. I understand. I, I understand. I, I seriously haven't even got to it, but as soon... The first time I turn on my PC, I'm going to be setting it up. Um, well, it was the Corsair... What was it? Corsair something that you got me. Well, the, my girlfriend got me, but you recommended it. I did not get it. <laughs> uh, when, which one did I recommend? Oh, shoot, man. I don't know. It was really nice. Uh, it looked good, at least. Saber. It was the Saber, yes. yes. Yeah, it looked really neat. It, it's a lot um, different than the style I'm used to because the Razer Death Adder I've been using for a couple of years now is more of a traditional style with just the two buttons. So I'm looking forward to seeing what you know this can yeah. add to my gaming. And so unfortunately, I'm really sorry because like, <laughs> both your questions right off the bat, I can't even really answer. And I won't even be able to until probably probably next week. I'll be able to at least okay. tell you about my mouse. All right. So that being said then, did anything fun happen since we talked about this? Oh, last? I mean, of that course. That you can tell me because, about. That well, yeah, because, happened. I mean, I've just been out straight. Uh, if I'm not working, I am over at my parents' house hanging out with my brother um, we got to hang out with one of our family friends for a little while over the weekend. Um, Adrian and I had uh, Christmas. I actually didn't go to Lewiston this year. Uh, next year we'll plan a little better. But um, nothing really in particular happened. It's just been so nuts that I haven't really got a chance to even like use anything that I got. But um, it's all sitting pretty, waiting for me <laughs> to use it. So I, as soon as things slow down... I'll be able to tell you what I think about everything. And Good. That being said, I saw a little pile of stuff that either you or Michaela or both got for Christmas. So what that's, was it that... That's my little pile. That's your there. pile? Yeah, that's my little pile. I saw your, your Funko vinyls. I love those things. Yeah, um, I got Rick and Morty. Nice. Those fun, You know, the Funko Pop vinyls. They're the little figure things that people are have been collecting for the last couple of years now. Yeah, so it's been, it's, it's, you know, it's, I would say it's at least three years. Yeah. So I got Rick and Morty. I got, uh, King Arthur from. Holy Grail. Monty Python. Why couldn't I think of that? I don't know, man. (laughs) I got King Arthur from the Holy Grail. And I also got the Black Knight from the Holy Grail. And I got the version of the Black Knight, Black Knight, rather, where his arms had been cut off. Oh, that's not a big deal. It's it's still flesh. It still came. Yeah, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah, yeah. just a mere flesh wound. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, got those. However, the biggest gifts I got have to do with my 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 throne here. My Yes. I see that. My altar to the PC Master Race gods. No, um I yeah, I got some I got some computer peripherals. I got a new Corsair. Shout out to Corsair. I think we've talked about them. We bring the, them in, up quite a bit lately. Yeah, well, I love them, man. I I love the brand. So, I got a new Corsair keyboard, Corsair mouse, Corsair mouse mat, and I got a new graphics card and monitor. Those are I didn't guess. know that you got a new graphics card. I thought, we, we had mentioned graphics card earlier, but I did, guess I didn't put two and two together that it was new. Yes. So what is it? RX 480 8 gig. 
oh, I don't really know. Because I, I use Intel, so I don't even know what the 480 is, really. Uh, he's, in, you mean you use NVIDIA? Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. It's AMD's, nice it's one. currently AMD's best card. Oh, no joke. Um, that's great. The monitor that I got is a 144 hertz monitor, which means it runs at 144 frames a second when the graphics card can push that many frames to it. But the nicest thing about it is that it's a FreeSync monitor, which is AMD's new technology uh, in which the graphics card tells the monitor what frame rate it should be refreshing at instead of the monitor always being at a fixed frame rate. So oh. this is a variable frame rate from 40 frames a second all the way up to 144. Oh, wow. So anywhere in, in that range, it's always buttery smooth. There's yeah. never any screen tearing. I don't need to use vertical sync or anything like that. It's always buttery smooth. And I'm once we're done recording, I'm going to show you some Overwatch. I really so want to see, see something, yeah. how smooth the picture looks when you're gaming. So if you're like in a game or in a movie where um, maybe something goes slow motion or faster motion, is that when that variable refresh rate would like really kick in and, and keep everything smooth? It affects it, it affects games and it affects video that has been recorded at or above 60 frames a second. Oh, yeah. Um, most movies are recorded at 24 frames a second. So no matter what your monitor puts out, it's always going to display at 24 frames a second. Yeah. So it doesn't make it smoother. You would think by now that they would start filming videos at... I don't know, at least 40. Yeah, at well, least. there's arguments that, that 24 gives it a cinematic look. So that's, you know, that's why they continue that's, to use it. That's right there is a case of, uh, this is tradition, there's, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. I don't want to venture into new territory. Well, there's some, <laughs> yeah, and there are some people that say 60 frames a second makes them sick to their stomach, which is bullcrap. Uh, but this is the nicest way I can say this. In 20 years, the amount of people who say that is going to dramatically decrease. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got the new mouse, got the new keyboard. I'm not using the mouse. I actually returned the mouse today because I didn't care for it very much, and I ordered a different one. Oh, okay. Yep. This is the mouse I was using. I was using the Corsair uh, Skimitar, mm -hmm. which has these buttons on the side here, 10, 10 buttons. Yeah. And I used it for a couple days and found out that I, I realized that I wasn't going to use them. The only reason you would ever want that many buttons is if you play an MMO, like right. World of Warcraft, honestly. Yeah. So I returned that, and I instead ordered the M65 Pro. Oh, that looks beautiful. Which is designed for, I mean, it says it right in the title, it's designed for FPS, which I play way more of. I play right. Counter-Strike, I play uh, Overwatch, um, Rocket so League, nice. I use a controller, so that, so that doesn't count, obviously. But mm -hmm. yeah, this, this mouse is going to better suit my needs. And at the yeah. time, I thought that I wanted the Skimitar. But after I used it for a couple of days, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm just never going to utilize this the way it's meant to be used. Mm -hmm. So let's get away from Christmas for a second. All right, all right. I want to talk about how you got here tonight. How I Your car oh. is legal. It's on the road. This is oh, exciting man. news. Man, ah. Hey, you know. are in your car, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. good. good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> After everything, right? They're like, oh, actually, I'm not even in my car, and I lied to you this whole time. <laughs> After all the questions you've been asking me. Right, right. Uh, yeah, finally. I don't know how far I've gotten into it in past episodes, but I haven't been driving my car since April, 
of this year. That's a long time. It is a very long time because I didn't realize how much work had to be put into it. I thought it was a simple wheel bearing. Wheel bearing turned into that and a, a couple sway bars. And then, you know, long story short, it ended up being about $1,800. Ouch. $1,800 between body work. Which actually, your family helped hooked me up with. Oh yeah. Which is great because <laughs> uh, you saved me quite a bit, and he actually did the little bits of rust that I didn't even ask him to do. So I thought that was really awesome. Cool. I'm always gonna go back, and I got that done finally. So my car is actually looking really nice. There was a lot of rust on it. There was visible rust, yep. and then there was actual structural rust too that right. had to be completely redone. That was seven hundred dollars. And then another, oh geez, seven hundred to a thousand dollars was parts between the mechanics time, between my me and my dad's time. I didn't pay my dad for for time because he's you know he's a good <laughs> dad and he didn't ask me to do that. So Son, I'm gonna charge yeah. you twenty dollars yeah. an hour. But I can say <laughs> that uh, that now I do feel quite sure that I could change. The calipers, the rotors, and the brake pads on all four, well, both sides, front and back, <laughs> yeah. of my car by myself. Nice. Because that took us quite a while, uh, and but I have brand new brakes, like everything needed to be changed. So yeah, I'm here with you right now in this really nice computer room. I'm really loving it, man. We should, have, <laughs> we should you should host more often, and. I finally got to drive my car, and I drove past a cop on the way here, and I'm so used to being like, oh, crap, oh, crap, that I'm like, oh, wait, I'm good. My car is legal. Yeah, finally. <laughs> so I can actually just wave, be like, hello, police officer. You can notice me. It's okay. <laughs> Although you're probably going to wave and, like, make him suspicious of you or whatever, and then you're going to get pulled over, but no. You got a plate light out, buddy. Yeah. Stuff, something like that. Something, so, yeah, something small. <laughs> yeah. So, your car, your car is running. <laughs> I'm just trying to reciprocate. <laughs> my car, I don't even want to talk about my car right Why? now. I love my car, but. Something wrong with it again? I can't wait to get a different Subaru, man. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I think I told you, and I think I mentioned it in the podcast, that I recently had some work done to it. I had the head gaskets replaced. Yes. Well, that was about a month and a half ago now, and it started to leak oil again. Okay, that's messed up. Which means that either the person who changed the head gasket didn't do it right, which I doubt because he's a good mechanic. I've seen what he, I've seen work he's done, and it always looks very good, and, and it performs the way it should. Yep. Or the heads are warped, which is bad news because that means getting the heads resurfaced and replacing the head gasket again and paying out of pocket to have that done a second time or getting new heads for the car, or what have you. So, yeah, that's that's oh. that's bumming me out. So I gotta, I'm gonna, f I, I post on a Subaru Facebook group uh, for the main area and asked if anyone knew of any Subaru mechanics, like that people that specialize in Subarus and, and fix them primarily in the area. Right. And I guess there's a guy out in Winslow that uh, primarily focuses on Subaru. So I'm gonna give him a call and ask him. Uh, how much he'd charge to put my car in a lift and take a look at it and tell me if he can tell exactly what's going on. Give you an estimate. Right. Basically see like if you if it's worth it to 
fix it. Well, it has to be worth it to fix. Yeah. It has to, because I still I'm still making payments oh, on the car. Yeah. I still owe enough that if if I owed less than the car was worth, then I'd trade it in mm-hmm. and get something different. But I I still owe more than it's worth at this point. I'm we're working on paying it off as fast as we can, but you know, like everything else. Yeah. You know, you gotta things come up. Right. So yeah, that's that's about it with my car. It's running, it's giving me for me to be, but it needs work. It needs love. Yeah, luckily you love Subarus enough, you have plenty to go around. I do, I love Subaru. So I mentioned a few times that I play Overwatch. Yes. I actually just recently got into it. I got it, I got the full version. Uh, it's in It's in my drawer, there's the package for it back there. I, oh, I, got, it it. Is. I got it for Christmas. Um, the first time I played it was back in November, they did a free weekend. Yeah. And that was the first time I really got to sit down and play a good amount of time. Uh, I got to like level 15 during the free weekend or something like that. Nice. And knew that I wanted the game because it was a blast. So you played quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I, as much as you can when you have a wife and family and, <laughs> and other things that you have to do. <laughs> right. And another game that i really, really been wanting to play recently is Planet Coaster. Me too. Uh, we've both been talking about that. I know you brought it to my attention. So you can go and yeah. talk about it. So I asked of a few people that I knew were going to be getting me gifts that they get me Steam gift cards. Yeah. Because I, you know, having a Steam gift card is never a bad thing. You can never. always do something with that. So I was given a couple, and I purchased Planet Coaster. This is where it gets sad. Oh, no. I played about an hour and a half of that game and realized that I was going to return it. Oh, no. And so is it not... Is it not finished enough, or what? This is the... It's, it's a classic case of, it's me, not you. Okay. You hear that, like, that trope in TVs and stuff. It's me, it's me, it's not you. Yeah. But this is seriously... It's seriously me. It's not the game. You're just not as into it The anymore. game is so beautifully done. You can tell so much love has been put into it. Everything is so well thought out. There's no bugs... You know, it, you can tell that the developers of this game really love this game to death as they were making it. And I still love the idea of the game. I love the concept. But as I sat down and started to play it, I realized that I didn't want to. And I know that sounds bad. No, I know what you mean because I had the same thought when I was looking at it. I, I seriously had the same thoughts when you were giving yeah. me the, showing me those trailers. I was like, you know, I love Roller Coaster Tycoon 1. I played the heck out of it when I was a kid. But I know with my ex- short experience with Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, I was like, oh, this looks great. It's just, you know, it's Roller Coaster Tycoon, but advanced graphics. And it just didn't hit the right spot for me. Right. And it's because of the style of game that Planet Coaster is. Planet Coaster is less of a park management game and more of a park design game. Mm-hmm. And it excels at park design. It's great at it. Not that it does park management bad. That's just not the focus. Designing the park is the focus of the game. So if that's something that you get bored with or don't find yourself wanting to do all the time, then it just becomes irritating. And I spent 45 minutes doing nothing but designing the entrance to my park. And I realized at the 45-minute mark, I'm like, okay, I'm not making any progress. I like to see numbers. I like to see statistics when I'm playing a game like this. Exactly. And there's none of that. It's all visual progress. I've always liked the practical applications of a game like that over the aesthetic. Right. And there's a lot. There's not very many. I, I think most people are like you and I in that sense. Where I mean, you just want to 
make it look decent, put the rides down, or rides or whatever, depending on the game we're talking about. Right. And just make it work. Yeah. Make Make everything work out for you. But if it doesn't look the prettiest, you're okay with that. Right. And that's what Roller Coaster 1 and 2 did so well. Right. Is that it was more about the management aspect than the design. There were design. You could do some design in that game and make things look good. But it wasn't like, where do I want to place this boulder? And how do I want to angle it next to this bush so it looks good? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not the style of gameplay I find myself wanting to play anymore. I completely relate. Um, so I returned it. I got my money back. It's sitting in my Steam account. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. I've been looking at the game Parkitect because that game is modeled after the first roller the first and second roller coaster tycoon games it's more about the management you can still do the design but it's more about the management so i'm thinking that's the game i'm going to pick up uh and give that a shot because i can see myself playing that more but for now i think i'm going to hold off because i got overwatch and i'm still really into rocket league so between overwatch and rocket league i don't think i'm going to have a whole lot of time to play much else working a full-time job Spending time with my wife and then editing this podcast. And I, you know, recording podcast. And recording the podcast. My time, I can only split my time up so much. Exactly. And while there are a lot of games I want to play, there are other things I also like doing, so. Yeah. It's just, in. I saw a thing the other day. It just reminds me. There was a, the whole Evil Kermit thing meme that goes around <laughs> now. Those that. are the greatest. That, that is seriously <laughs> one of the best memes to come about. That was probably one of the greatest things from 2016. Is an evil yes. kind of me because it, it just everyone can relate to it. It's like your inner voice, your right. selfish voice, <laughs> and it said something about like, oh, I want this book, but I don't need it. There's plenty of books. I I, I already have plenty of books, and then the evil Kermit says, "You'll read them all eventually. Buy it." <laughs> and, and I think I had posted it to the uh, to a video game group that we're both right. part of, the uh, the meme group. And I was like, this, but with Steam games. Yes, and pretty that's much. exactly what it is. And now that we have a lot of different responsibilities, and especially with this podcast, that's our number one priority for our uh, you know, creative downtime, we're going to see that happen a lot more, where we're going to see games that we love, we're going to pile them onto our Steam library, we're going to have hundreds of games that we got at a great deal, but we're never going to touch. Right, right. I have 142 games registered to my Steam account right now, and I've got like another 100 games in my Humble Bundle account that I haven't redeemed yet, and I'm still subscribed to Humble Monthly, and I refuse to unsubscribe. I know. I All I can, I can rationalize, I'm like, it's $12 a month. That's not... And they always me. give you one really great game, yes. right? And then yeah. like a little couple indies and yeah. stuff. So I just, I can't justify getting rid of it just because I love it so much. And those <sighs> games are going to keep piling up, but... I don't want to stop. I <laughs> It's like Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Complete that Pokedex. Seriously, uh, I wanted so badly to buy one of the new Pokemon Generations, I think it is, uh, training card game sets. Just like yes. one booster pack. I was like, just just one, Jake. Just buy, just buy the Charizard one <laughs> because it'll remind you of when you had Pokemon cards as a kid because they're all gone now uh, somehow. I can't remember where I, what I did with them. But I was like, no, I, I won't be able to because once I buy a booster pack, I am going to buy at least one everywhere I go. <laughs> because that's how I was with Magic for a short time. Yeah. Everywhere I go that sold Magic cards, I actually would 
um, validate it by saying, oh, it's just one pack. It's like three or four dollars. But that's everywhere I went. I was like, Sounds I need like... to buy one everywhere I go. And then eventually it's like, dude, I, I just spent $30 this week <laughs> on pieces of cardboard. You know oh, what I mean? I mean? They look pretty and they're nice. And something about trading cards is so rewarding. Just, oh. <laughs> the feel of them, the nice foil. You open it up, you even get that nice little sound. <laughs> the air that comes oh, out of the packet. Man, poof, it, it even smells good, man. Like new cards smell good. <laughs> and then everyone has their own way of revealing the cards, like putting them all upside down, right? And then like getting rid of the top couple because they're always energies and things like that. <laughs> man, there's just. Uh... It's so rewarding. I love trading card games. So I'm glad you mentioned Pokemon. I've been trying really hard. And successfully, not to get into any more because, A, it would just be impractical because no one is around that would play with me. And, B, I just don't need to be spending money on stuff like that right now. <laughs> Hearthstone, man. It's all digital. Um, well, uh, I have spent probably $30, $40 on Hearthstone in my life. All right. All right. <laughs> That's not so bad. That's not so bad. It, it's worse in a way. Because I don't even get the satisfaction of you don't having even it in own, my hands. Right, you don't even own them. You right. don't even own them. It's just, just digital. I just own a digital image, basically, uh. of them. All right, all right. I think we've been rambling on about Christmas and just random topics here for at least 30 minutes now. So we'll go right into our tech topic, which... Joe himself picked out. I'm going to let him get in on it just in one second. And I just want to remind everyone that this is about Netflix and how much it's been making and how much it's going to make in 2017. So I'll hand it right over to Joe. Okay, so tech topic this week. Like Jake said, it's about Netflix. And I saw this article on Forbes and I thought it was significant enough that we make it the topic for this week sounds good to me and the title of the article is that netflix is on track to double its original programming from the current 30 scripted series to 60 in 2017 with a six billion dollar content budget that's pretty impressive to double from 30 right i already feel like there's so much netflix original content you know they, they have a lot of great original stuff like most of their series are hits there's not a lot of them that have been misses. There have been a couple. Marco Polo is, is one. I didn't see it personally. I mean, I know personally, whenever I scroll through Netflix and I'm looking for a new series, if I see Netflix original series on top, I am much, much more likely to try it out because right. they have been so amazing with writing and really pulling you in because they know what it takes. They see the numbers of what people watch. And they that's where they have an advantage over say cable i mean you you they can only see so much when you're watching cable they, they don't know exactly what you're tuning in for all the time netflix can actually see when someone stops watching right in episodes so they can be like all right so maybe this particular scene is boring right or and stuff like that yeah and they're and they're really tuning it in so going from 30 scripted series to 60 that's a big deal that's a lot more content it is optimistically um, I have no doubts that they can do it, but a piece of me is like, I really hope they don't lose quality. Right. I don't think they will. Quality over quantity, for sure. Hands down, yeah. And 
that this all being said, this has brought up questions about whether or not Netflix is going to be able to sustain their current rates. That being like the monthly cost that you pay to access their service. Oh. There are those who are worried that because the amount of original content's going up, the price is going to go up to justify, you know. So those are concerns. Those are They're concerns. concerns, but you know, they have every right to raise the price a little bit. We had just got done talking about either one episode ago, two episodes ago, we're talking about how we want cable to die. And that's true. And it's because of their prices. But I think Netflix can learn from the past and still provide great content without reaching the prices that we were seeing in cable. If the price, if the rate went up a little bit, like five or ten dollars, maybe ten dollars is too much at that's once. A, that's a little steep. That is really steep. If it went up five bucks, I would still have Netflix. I yeah, I don't plan to get rid of it anytime soon. I you use it way that. too much, way too much. Mm. But there is a counter to the argument that there's a chance that they're going to raise prices. Uh, I have it written down here. Net Netflix is doing about. $2.3 billion in revenue each quarter. Rather, they did $2.3 billion over the previous quarter of last year. Wow. Um, and Netflix is expecting to continue to see that number to rise. So they currently have $5 billion budgeted to their original content. They're planning to double it to 60 shows and only increase the budget $1 billion. So they're, they're doubling the content and they're only going to be spending a billion more dollars to do that. And I know I say billion like it's not a lot of money. It's an insane amount of money. But when you're doubling your content and you're already spending $5 billion and you're only, and you're only increasing six, it by 20%. The ratio doesn't add up. It doesn't. But with them adding so much more original content, you got to think that's going to bring on new customers. So they're bringing on tons of new customers because they're rolling out even more original content. And they're not raising the price to do it. Mm -hmm. They're going to be making enough money to justify spending that extra $1 billion on content without raising the price of their service per month. I can still potentially see them raising the price a dollar or two. But for the most part, I don't see them needing to. I mean, there's another fact I've got written down here. 89% of millennials watch internet TV. Between Hulu, Amazon, HBO Go, and Netflix... 89% of millennials. Must be, a, it must be U.S. Or maybe it's, it's got, yeah, U.S. It and Europe. Well, or... those 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 content providers are worldwide. So why couldn't it? Why can't... Well, because I really... I, I really struggle to think that 89% of the world's millennials... It's probably 89%... Major, major countries yeah. would be my guess. Like the U.S., uh, you know, bigger countries in Europe... Uh, maybe China, you know, Australia, that and it, type of it thing. It is probably a little easier for me to be a little ari of that number being in a really poor state in the United States because, I mean, I can think of several people off the top of my head who are my age who fall under the status of a millennial who don't have a service like right. that. Right. And even if that number is for the U.S. only... 89% is still a very oh, high percentage. absolutely. It's huge. It, it's it's huge. And I guarantee that number is going to continue to climb because you you raise your kids in a manner that you live. 
Right. So millennials are starting to have children. These Sitting children, in front of a TV on Netflix. Right. They're going to be used to Netflix. They're going to grow up watching internet content. So that number is only going to rise. Netflix has also announced that half the content in its library will be original production within a couple of years. That's impressive. That is pretty impressive when you think that five or six years ago, Netflix started out... I mean, they started out more than five or six years ago. It's probably been eight or nine years it's, since it's they been really started time. to catch on. But they started out solely licensing other people's content. And that library has slowly been shrinking. Uh, their, their budget for licensed content is getting smaller as they're increasing their budget for original content. So you're seeing less movies that other companies have produced in favor of content that Netflix has made. And I'm, I'm personally okay with that. We could very well be seeing a Netflix in the future that is solely its own original content. Right. So, so the way we view Netflix won't be to watch shows and stuff. Maybe, and I just had this thought, so it might be hard for me to verbalize it, but maybe in the not-so-distant future, when we think of Netflix and we think of Hulu, they're not going to be synonymous anymore because we're going to see Netflix and be like, all right, that's, that's the, its own original stuff, and then Hulu is what you have to watch shows that are, you know, on cable and satellite TV that are on those networks. Right, right. And... So they're not going to be direct competitors, necessarily. And we can see that that's already a business model that works with HBO. I mean, HBO Go is nothing but HBO content. Right. I mean, actually, I don't don't want to say that because I don't know. Does, Does HBO have other content? I really don't think so. I used it for a little while to watch Silicon Valley and to attempt Game of Thrones. But um, I, from what I saw, it was all its own proprietary content. Yeah, so I'm okay with that. Make oh, Netflix the next HBO Go. Seriously. I'm this close to getting HBO Go. Because I want to watch Game of Thrones, but more than that, I want to watch Westworld. Yes, I want to watch Westworld so bad. Since I just mentioned it and we're talking about shows that you would want to watch if you go with HBO Go, I would highly suggest Silicon Valley. I've, I've seen some of it. Oh, you have? Yeah, back when we first started our website. Yes, because I, I, I was doing reviews You were doing on the it. weekly reviews for it. Yes, and I think I... And I was watching them along with you. Oh, I, I guess I didn't realize that you were watching them with me. I don't remember. I probably realized at the time, I just don't remember. But I got a whopping three episodes in until I stopped doing reviews, I think. That's as far as I've watched. So far. Because I was watching them as you did reviews. Right. <laughs> and, and so far, this endeavor has proven to be twice as good, or twice as long, as my reviews on that uh, Unplugged In. So, here's it's hoping. Episode six. Episode oh, yeah. six, man. <laughs> I can't wait till we're in those double digits. We're getting there. Oh, and I know we will. I know, because I just, I know this is going to work out. So. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Me too. So that's about it for Netflix. We'll continue to bring more. We, we seem to be making that a trend, talking about cable and streaming services. So I'm sure we'll touch on it again in the future. Oh, we will. That being said, let's get into the song of the week this week. So how long have you had your song of the week picked out? Oh, man. I've had this song of the week. What time is it? Uh, 6.54. Okay, since about 6.52. <laughs> I, I admit I completely forgot about Song of the Week. I was so psyched about talking about 2016, about Netflix, and catching up on 
uh, you know, Christmas and how we've been doing. I completely forgot about Song of the Week, but um, we uh, we came across a good one, so I'm feeling good about it. Well, since you picked yours out three minutes ago now, yeah, I'm going to penalize you for that. All right. I'm going to share my Song of the Week first. Okay. I'm pretty excited about mine. I think I've shared it with you before. My Song of the Week is titled Wicked Game by Ursine Volpine. It sounds familiar. Featuring vocals by Inaka. I don't know if I'm saying either of those artists' names right. I'm sorry if I'm botching the name. It's a cover of the song Wicked Game. And I wish I could say who originally who originally sang Wicked Game. Chris Isaac, it looks like, in 1989. Oh, that was, yeah, it looks, like it. it looks even older than that. So it was a while ago. In the Ursine Volpine cover, not really cover, but rendition of it featuring Anaka. I heard it in, I believe I heard it in a video game trailer. Really? I think it was in a video game trailer for Gears of War, the new one. Oh, wow. Or something like that, and I fell in love. So I found it on Spotify, and it's now made its way onto my all-time favorites playlist on Spotify. Because oh. I really, 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 really like the vocals, and the composing is very well done. It sounds orchestral. It sounds great. Really? Yeah. Let's hear it, man. I want to hear it. I'm going to give you a little... I'm probably going to let Jake listen to the most of it, but you guys can only hear 15 to 30 seconds. So while you're listening to the first chorus, he's going to be listening the most of the song. All right, cool. I liked it. You enjoy that 15 seconds? I enjoyed that, <laughs> what, 4 minutes and 25 seconds is how far we got. Uh, yeah. I really loved the atmosphere of it. The vocal style really accented it. Uh, I was telling you as we were listening to it, I uh, her style reminded me a little bit of like uh, Lena Del Rey or Lana Del Rey. I'm not sure. You know, that Del Rey girl. And... I was really digging it, man. So I hope you guys take the time to listen to that whole thing. At Do home. it. Do it. Oh, yeah. That's it for me. All right. Cool. Jake. <laughs> All right. So my song that I chose about five minutes ago now is called... Oh, boy. <laughs> One second. Um, it is called Bum Falorala by Afasi and Filthy. All right, these guys are a Swedish rap duo, rap or hip-hop duo. And I do have to do a little disclaimer here. This show is no longer rated PG from here on out if you speak Swedish. <laughs> so here you go. I'm going to give you guys a taste of Boom Falarala, and then I'm going to maybe uh, talk a little bit about how I got to know it.
I heard Bum Falarala first on, I think it was The Fault in Our Stars. Not gonna lie. I think it's off the soundtrack to The Fault in Our Stars. And that is not a soundtrack I would normally listen to on my own, but I did watch the movie, and honestly, I did enjoy it. I didn't read the book, but I thought the movie was enjoyable. It wasn't too corny or anything. And I had heard one song on it. I can't remember the title of it now. Uh, I don't want to waste time thinking about it, but it's probably going to be my song of the week soon now that I'm thinking about it because I really did enjoy it. But that got me looking onto the soundtrack because I was like, hey, I mean, whatever, regardless what you think about this movie, the soundtrack was pretty good. So I went on the soundtrack and I found the Boom Falarala by Fosse and Filthy. And it was just, I think it was during a scene where the... Um, boy got into his car and started it and it was playing very very softly in the background but i love that song it is just like a really good pump-up song if you know the words or not i mean i don't speak swedish and joe doesn't speak swedish but we really like it for its surface value for its surface value. like we said it the lyrics are pretty raunchy you can go ahead and look up the lyrics on your own um, I don't recommend it if you are younger. No, absolutely not. So now, of course, if you're younger, you're going to be doing absolutely. That. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, we're sorry, young people's parents. <laughs> sorry, parents. Hope you guys like it. Take the time to uh, look into Swedish hip hop if you want. I mean, because even though you don't understand the words, they have like a way. They have a flow about them, and their beats are really, really nice. If you like the sound of that. You might like the style of other Swedish artists. There was like three months of my life where I listened solely to Swedish hip-hop. That was probably the most hipster point in my life. <laughs> I only listened to the song like once or twice. Yeah. And yeah, the flow is is good. You don't have to understand the words to appreciate the song. Right. So, sweet. Yeah, so that's Song of the Week, guys. So I guess what we're going to do now is talk about what I've been so pumped to talk about since the very beginning. And here we are about an hour into our show already. Maybe a little bit less after editing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after all of our whoops and boo-boos get edited out. Oh, I know. 2016 and why it was terrible. As I'm sure you guys know, 2016 was quite the wonderful year oh for pretty much word. everyone everywhere. You know, 2016 is pretty rocking. So I would like, for the remainder of the show, to go through some of the stories that I thought were most important. I mean, I guarantee I've probably missed one or two that you guys are going to listen to and be like, how could he not mention that? There are too many to mention. Way too 2016 many. was that much of a disaster that there are more there are more topics here than I want to mention in this podcast. So these I have 29 here that I'm going to we're going to skim over. Some of them we're not going to talk about long. Some of them will just be briefly mentioned, but I want to get to them all and yes. I want to I want to bring them all up. So these are chronological. I'm going to go ahead and throw out the month that each one happened in and then we can talk about it after I read a quick synopsis. First one, January was the Michigan water scare. A state of emergency was declared in Flint, Michigan when elevated lead levels were discovered in children after corrosive water from the Flint River caused lead to leach from old pipes. Some samples of the city's water 
meet the EPA's definition of toxic waste. Now, isn't that a beautiful representation right from the very beginning of That's how January. That's right at the beginning. Of how everyone in the world, or at least everyone in the United States, is going to feel. Kids I mean, immediately getting poisoned by lead water. We are off to a great start. That's 2016 start. for you. And, and that's still not taken care of. That, to my knowledge, they still have to buy bottled water. Um, that's that's worth 12 months later now. Yeah, 12 months later. And We're in the still beginning of January of. when this thing is being released, and they're still working on that. Yeah. And that, that, like, that really did it. Set up the whole year. Because going immediately forward, David Bowie died. He did. In January. He oh. died at the age of 69. Yep. And not stopping there, Alan Rickman also died Professor in Professor Snape. I know, and they both died at 69, I'm seeing there. And yes. I remember thinking that. And I actually remember that was the first time, I think it was when Alan Rickman died, that people on the internet started saying, 2016, what's happening already? It's January. Because right. I remember actually exactly where I was when I found out that Alan Rickman died. After I was already, you know... Playing David Bowie for several days. I think it was. I think they only died like a week or two apart, if that. And I've been blasting David Bowie. And then I looked down at my phone at one of my stops back in my old job. Yeah. And Alan Rickman died. And I was just like, this is this is going to be a terrible year. It's a terrible year already. And yep, here we are. We knew in January. We it knew was it. predicted. And we already we knew. So now we're heading right into February, and we're heading back to the state of Michigan, this poor state. Oh, they can't catch a break. Sorry, Michigan. Michigan shooting. Authorities were trying to piece together an hour-long weekend rampage that left six people dead in western Michigan after 45-year-old Uber driver and former insurance adjuster Jason Dalton was arrested in connection with the shootings. This is going to make know. me sound super ignorant, but I don't think I specifically remember that. Well, I don't blame you. I mean, there was a lot happening. <sighs> I know. It's it's a lot to keep up with. There was uh, a lot of gun violence this year. There was a lot of gun violence. And this wasn't, sadly, it wasn't one of the more major ones. It was the first one of 2016. Yeah. So it was broadcast, but the later shootings were more focused on because they were happening in succession. Mm. And this, I feel like this just was paving the way for gun violence the rest of the year yeah so let's get right into you know the first major terrorist attack of the year and that was in brussels mm. uh islamic extremists struck in the heart of europe on march 22 so we're in this the, we're in the month of march now killing at least 34 people and wounding scores of others in back-to-back -back bombings of the brussels airport in the subway system i was at work when this happened and i remember like because i use i use reddit uh, quite a bit so i was on my phone I think it was on break or whatever, and I refreshed the feed, and right at the top, top post was Brussels terrorist attack, yes. and you can click that and watch the comments and the information roll in in real time, and I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. This yeah, is crazy. and I, I do remember that one. There was They actually had quite a lot of video uh, on the news because it was in an airport, right? This was yes. the one that was in the, yep, the airport, Brussels airport, and you know they were trying to identify the, I think there was one man that walked away and then there were two that uh had the suicide vests on that was a very memorable one and I, that one will stick with me for quite a while so heading into april prince died at uh, 57 that, so this is the third third celebrity of the year i gotta say that i think out of all the musicians that have died this year prince was probably the heaviest hitting one for me i love uh queen i love Prince and uh, a lot of Michael Jackson and 
Freddie Mercury, Prince, and Michael Jackson are all dead. <laughs> so that one was just that was too bad. He was he had so much talent. He did. He he had a lot of talent. And I think he could play something along the lines of this is probably like a gross exaggeration, but I, I, I the number that's sticking in my mind is that he could play something like seventeen instruments. It's something nuts. Like he he knew how to do so much. Like he dedicated so much of his life to music. So that's that's a big loss. So immediately after he died in April, Doris Roberts died. I don't know if you're familiar with who that is. I wrote it down. If it wasn't for you writing it down, I don't think I would recognize. She played Marie on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yep, I do. She know. wasn't a like a huge celebrity, but still, I mean, she was a celebrity that was in the home of a lot of people. During the time that everyone, oh, yeah. everybody loves Raymond was running. I mean, that was a really popular show. It was. was I mean, there. that was. I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't doubt it if it was number one sitcom for a while. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Everyone loved it. Yeah. You know, everybody, everybody loved, loved Raymond. Raymond. <laughs> and she, you know, she played the the bothersome mother that would just always get in the middle of things and cause trouble for Raymond and his wife. And she was just great actor, great person, and yeah, she. Kick the bucket right after Prince. Yep, she did. <laughs> so let's continue with April and talk about the Ohio executions. Authorities said this was very methodical. This was well planned. This was not something that just happened. The authorities said that most victims were targeted while they were sleeping. And this was in response to the killing of eight individuals. Now, I personally hadn't heard about this one in the news. I must have missed this one. But... I, I included it because, you know, it was another it was another eight people, man. Another eight people that were... Yeah. I mean, I know this type of thing happens every year. But for some reason, man, this, this year just felt... I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it just... A lot of bad things happened in quick succession. Right. So it really brings... So when a bad thing happens, instead of being numb to it, which is great, and I hope that's not what we come to, but we, we just happen to really notice those things. Right. So hopefully, you know, 2017 is going to be the year of um, growth and healing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah. Alberta wildfires in May. A massive wildfire wreaked havoc in Canada, destroying large parts of Alberta's oil sands town, trapping thousands of people as winds pushed the flames unpredictably. The wildfire had covered 494,000 acres. That's half a million acres of land. Wow. I had no idea it was that big. I definitely heard about those, and I saw images, and it was just crazy, but 494,000 acres is, that's incredible. That's, that's a, a very, lot of a very big land. number. <laughs> yeah. So, poor Canada. What did they deserve it? Seriously. <laughs> I know, right? Continuing with May, Egypt Ooh, Air Flight yep. 804. Egypt Air Flight 804 crashed somewhere in the Mediterranean Sea off the Greek island of Crete. Yeah. Killing all 66 passengers and crew on board. Body parts recovered from the crash showed signs of burns and were so small that they suggested the jet was brought down by an explosion. Did they ever figure out what happened there? Because I mean, they, I mean, it says right there that it was suggested that it was brought down by an explosion, but I don't think... I think that's still a mystery today. I don't think they actually got yeah, to the bottom I don't, of it. I, don't, I couldn't say. I didn't do research into every one of these yeah. topics. I compiled them more than anything. Yep. Uh, I wasn't about to research 29 different things. <laughs> yep. uh, but yeah, that was, was that the, that wasn't even the Malaysia flight. That was 2015, wasn't it? The missing Malaysia yeah, that flight. Yeah, that was, that was the missing one. That was yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah, but that one, I think, 
they couldn't find the black box i think it's called yeah the, the, the thing that you know the hardware that stores all the information right so like i said i, I do believe that it's still a mystery today and i could be wrong yeah we'll be corrected if i am continuing with may may was a pretty pretty hard-hitting month it was zika outbreak Zika has spread to 40 countries in the Americas and is the growing culprit behind Brazil's mysterious surge in babies born with microcephaly. I don't know how to say that. Yeah. Z- the Zika virus is spread primarily through mosquito... Mosquito... The Zika virus is spread... Mu- <laughs> the Zika virus is spread primarily through mosquito bites and can also be transmitted through sex. Brazil hit a high of nearly 8,000 suspected new infections in March. There have been more than 18,000 cases of Zika in the U.S. and its territories. I did not know that number was that high. I didn't know. Congress... I, I thought it was just a couple people in um, Florida, I think. Maybe it was Texas. I think it was Florida, though, that had confirmed cases. Maybe they just didn't want to scare us. Right, right. Con- well, no, the media loves scaring people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ebola! Ebola! Oh, my word, yeah. <laughs> Congress, however, still hasn't allocated one penny of funding to fight the disease. Mm. Come on, Congress. I remember hearing a lot about Zika uh, back in my old job when I was doing a lot of driving. That was the time when I started listening a lot to NPR. And they talked about Zika a lot. They were talking about how big, how how huge it was. I think it was in the Brazil area. It was uh, South America and Central America. Yeah. And I had heard so much about, like, you know, babies being born microcephaly with, like, the small heads yeah and it would i think it, i mean it, it's brain damage yeah because the brains didn't form correctly and the skull is just you can tell that there's something wrong with them and that's just terrible because anything that's anything that's contracted through mosquito bites is so hard to fight off yeah because mosquitoes are such big pests there's millions of them around and they can get through a lot of nets. And that's why a lot of people were worried about doing the Olympics in Rio. Yes. Because of the Zika outbreak and, you know, yeah. the risk there. Moving forward in May, this is one of the big topics of the year. Yeah. It spawned memes of its own. Harambe. Harambe. Oh, man. A little comic relief. That's nice. <laughs> a special Cincinnati Zoo response team shot and killed Harambe, a beloved 17-year-old western lowland gorilla that grabbed and dragged a four-year-old boy who had fallen into the gorilla exhibit moat. Authorities said the boy is expected to recover. I don't know if he ended up recovering or not. I think he did. Some critics blamed the boy's parents for not keeping a closer eye on the child. Listen up, little boy's parents. Harambe died because of your negligence. Come on. <laughs> no, I really yeah. can't say. I, 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 I don't want to be too it's, biased there. It's, but... too, it's too muddy of waters. Yeah. I mean... Obviously, they did what they had to do because, to save a child's life. Yeah. A, a human's life is always going to take pre- precedence over That's what an I was about life. to say, and and I agree with you, but there's plenty of people out there who do, do not believe that, and right. those were the people who were outraged. Yeah. So, and I mean, of course, it's, it's a loss because it's it's still a life, right. especially a gorilla life. I mean, right. they're arguably more sentient and more aware than a lot of other animals, so yes. it, it is, it is a, a big loss, yeah. but it's... You know, if a four-year-old boy's in danger, regardless of how he got down there, something needed to be done. Right. And maybe maybe something could have been done better, but that immediate action could have saved that boy's life. Right. So, right. yeah, it's still it's still a huge loss. And, um, and 
as serious as it is, uh, the memes are hysterical. <laughs> so uh, he lives on through image macros. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Brexit in June. Confounding pollsters and odds makers, Britain voted to leave the European Union after a bitterly divisive referendum campaign, toppling the prime minister, sending global markets plunging and shattering the stability of a project in continental unity designed half a century ago to prevent World War III. That, I don't know a lot about this personally. Right, because we're Americans. We're Americans, and we're blind Americans. We don't focus that much on things that happen in other countries. Right. Brexit was a big foreshadowing moment to Donald Trump's victory, I think. Not that I choose one over the other, but <laughs> the mentality behind Brexit and how, like Joe just said, pollsters and odds makers were confounded they were just like how did this happen the same thing happened when donald trump was elected so i think that should have given media a clue that what something that they're doing isn't right um i as little i know about brexit i feel like it was not a good idea i feel like it was mostly the older generation who wanted to get out of it and sometimes i'm a little biased against that generation uh, of course <laughs> I'm going to be old one day, and maybe uh, the young kids won't like the way I think. Um, <laughs> I think that's pretty much a guarantee. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how it is. Happens every and, generation. Yeah, you just got you got you got to respect everybody as long as they're respectful of you. And but for the most part, I feel like that was probably not the, a, a great idea. Um, anything that has to do with uniting countries and promoting peace and promoting good economy can do nothing but good. So, that being said, I don't know too much about it. So, that's, you know, we'll see how that works out. Moving on, Muhammad Ali died in June, right right around the time of Brexit. That was a relatively big one for me, too. Muhammad Ali, when I was in fifth grade, I did a research project on him, and I really loved his... Uh, mentality, his like, his confidence and his ability to persevere, and he would always like rhyme whenever he did speeches, and I thought that was really neat. He was kind of, he was a very creatively intelligent guy, and when he died, it did hit a little bit harder than uh, any other celebrity death, I would say. Moving on to June, we had the Orlando nightclub shooting. I think this was probably the first really big terrorist not really terrorist attack in the u.s but you you you, you get what i'm saying i think the news caught called this the largest terrorist attack besides 9-11 yeah a gunman wielding an assault type rifle and a handgun took hostages and opened fire inside a crowded florida nightclub on june 12 killing 49 people and wounding 53 others before dying in a gunfight with swat soldiers all right, so what I just said, actually, I believe that's wrong. What I meant to say was that this was the number one gun frenzy attack that the U.S. has seen because of all the people that died and wow. wounded. I mean, that place must have been packed. I mean, I saw... I remember when that happened, too, because I was watching it on the news uh, in passing, and I was seeing footage of people, like, limping out and people oh. crying about their friends dying and they had run out of ambulances and people were being loaded in the back of pickup trucks and luckily 
so many people survived because there was a really good hospital. The best hospital in the area, I believe, uh, was like a block away. Oh, it was wow. just right there. Yeah. So, I mean, the people who did, who didn't die immediately were treated the absolute best they could possibly be treated uh, as far as like time efficiency goes. So that was, that was very fortunate. Dallas police attack in July. Police used a bomb robot to end a multi-hour standoff in downtown Dallas parking garage after a suspect identified as Micah Johnson, who was 25, a Dallas area resident who said he wanted to kill white people. He killed five Dallas police officers and wounded nine other people. That was a scary one. I remember thinking that I really hope that it doesn't expand and become like a big thing where every, police officers around the country would start getting assassinated yeah. and shot. So I, I'm really glad it didn't extend very much beyond that. That was that was really terrible. That's a lot of. I mean, that's just one city. That's not Texas. That's Dallas, Texas. Right. So that's that's a lot of. Uh, uh, killed and wounded for one city that's terrible baton rouge shooting in july a former marine dressed in black and carrying extra ammunition shot and killed three baton rouge law enforcement officers less than two weeks after a black man was fatally shot by police here in a confrontation that sparked nightly protests that reverberated nationwide more gun violence non-stop yeah louisiana flooding in august Flood-ravaged southern Louisiana got a visit from President Obama after high water damaged an estimated 60,000 homes and forced thousands to seek temporary housing. More than 115,000 people have registered for federal disaster aid, with the state saying $20 million has been distributed to individuals so far. Yeah, that one, you know, that one I think kind of flew under the radar. I think it did. Compared to everything else. Yeah, which is odd because, you know, Obama visited there. And normally when the president makes a visit... It makes headlines. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure, sure it made headlines. Yeah, it just but... didn't like last very long. Right. Continuing with August, this year marked the hottest August on record. Oh, yeah. I for a lot of places. Down. It was so hot. Five of the six continents had at least a top 10 warm August, with Africa and Asia observing a record high average temperature for August since continental records began in 1910. Temperatures are rising, and there are people denying that it's happening, and it infuriates me because we have the numbers. We can see that things have been on an incline. We can see that things are going up, and people still deny it. I don't want to get into it more than that because this is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people I <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, the Arctic Circle, that the, the ice up there, has been shrinking and shrinking, and I saw some really, really scary um, uh, hypotheticals with graphs about what can happen. I mean, the sea levels could rise significantly. I am of the belief, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I'm of the belief that continuing with the current trends, most of Florida will be underwater in the next 20 years. Yeah. And I, mean, I that's, you know, that's going to, you know, rustle some feathers, but... Because we're totally going to use uh, our oil. We're going to use oil until it runs dry, and then yeah. we're going to switch. And, then, and only then... Uh, everyone's going to start being able to use electricity, right. uh, electric cars and things like that, and other solar panels. And yep. That's when everyone's going to be like, all right, it's okay to use that now because we can't make money off you from oil. More August news. Gene Wilder died at 83. And if you're not familiar with Gene Wilder, he played Willy Wonka in Willy Wonka's 
Chocolate Factory. That is what he's most notably known for, I think. That's what I'd say. Uh, Another celebrity. Yeah, he does have a lot of film credits. He starred in, in a ton of movies. I mean, it was mostly like 70s and before, but that was the biggest one, especially for people our age, I yep. think. Yep. That was his biggest role, and that was that's my favorite musical of all time, so that was that's too bad. Skipping the month of September, not that nothing happened in it. There were explosions and more stabbings and whatever else, but jumping into October, Hurricane... Hurricane, as, as I typed it down, Hurricane Matthew, <laughs> I type of both the words. Hurricane Matthew was the first Category 5 Atlantic hurricane since Hurricane Felix in 2007. It forced an estimated 2 million people to evacuate. It flooded streets. It blew down signs and awnings, flattened trees, and created massive power outages. The storm killed more than 500 people in Haiti and at least 26 in the U.S., nearly half of them in North Carolina. That's quite I remember when that... I, I mean, this wasn't that long ago, so it's easy to remember, but I remember when that was in the news that it was heading up the coast, and I had a coworker who went on vacation to North Carolina right around the time that that happened. Oh, so we wow. were all wondering if he was going to come back or not. Yeah. He came back. I remember seeing, <laughs> I mean, like there is always, uh, it was pretty much highly recommended that everyone leave, if not mandatory, right. but there are some people who... There were some areas down the hatches. Yeah, there were some areas that were mandatory evacuation. There were some people who just like refused. I think even in those areas, they just refused and yeah. just like thinking they were going to be able to make it through it. Yeah, and I, I think, I think some of them might have. But I remember seeing on the news people would like they were just prepared for this, so they had all kinds of uh, they uh, boarded up their windows and did everything they could and hopefully made it out. Heading into November. President-elect Donald Trump, the first reality star president the United States has ever seen. Let's hope it's a continuing trend. Indeed, indeed. 45th president. He's orange. He's blonde. (laughs) (laughs) He's He's ready to rule these 50 states. Yep, and like I said, with uh, Brexit, that just ushered in, I, I think it was a similar mentality that ushered in Donald Trump, so... A lot, uh, lot of ideals that we have been working really hard to implement are probably going to be overturned. So, well, <laughs> as, bi- as unbiased as possible, I'll, I can just say that I, I really hope that true progress is made and people uh, are happy. Open-minded? Open Open-minded. Uh, You're going to need to be. Yeah. Um, 2017, here we come. I, I, I find that it's... Okay, we'll just leave it there. Sure. (laughs) 2017, here we come. Heading into December, Berlin terrorist attack. This was recent. Yeah. Uh, According to the police, at least 12 people were killed and at least 48 were injured after a truck plowed into a busy Christmas market in Berlin. Authorities are investigating the incident as a possible terrorist attack. I don't know if that's been decided yet. I know. Because this was recent enough. At the time of recording, this this had basically... This happened like a week. Yeah, and a half, it did not happen ago. very long ago. At all. I think it was it was during a uh, it was through like a Christmas. Yeah, it was um, through a shopping market. Christmas shopping market. Yeah, yeah. I was at I, again. I was at work when it when it happened, and I was I I happened to open up my phone and refresh Reddit, and mm-hmm. I I five minutes after it was posted on Reddit, I saw that it had happened. So there yeah. was like no information on it yet. And I think I'm like whoa, another one. I think we had seen some ISIS correspondence that. Uh, 
were saying that was saying that they were encouraging members and anyone pretty much to make a lot of attacks on churches and heavily populated places this Christmas. So that's that's another huge reason why everyone was saying that it was a possible terrorist attack. Yeah, and it probably was. Let's head into another celebrity death. <laughs> yep. George Michael, 53. He died a couple weeks ago. Uh, he Not died even. on Christmas Day. He did. So three, three days, days ago. Three days ago. And then yesterday, yep. this is very recent, Carrie Fisher passed away. Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Yeah. May the force be with her. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Are, I think I was more affected by Carrie Fisher than... Anything else? I'm I'm a well not by nothing anything else because I'm I'm a recent Star Wars fan. Yeah. I have only recently watched all the movies through for the first time, um, so I'm really getting into the universe and I'm really delving in. And the character Carrie played Leia, she was very influential. And you know I can see you can see in the movies the friendship between the actors more than just on like in the movie there you know you could tell that they were real life friends well, yeah that's why just because carrie fisher and harrison ford had a affair Ooh. so <laughs> they had that chemistry going <laughs> but yeah it was upsetting um i guess i i heard today that she had all, she's already filmed all the scenes for the next episode star wars 8 so she is going to be in that movie it'll okay. be the last star wars with her in it um i i think it will be a good send-off for her uh, a good tribute so I'll, yeah. be, I'll be going to see that movie opening night <laughs> oh absolutely yeah I'm, I'm really glad that they had already decided the plot for episode 8 and had filmed it because that's really nice it would have been really weird to have her just suddenly not be there which is kind of going to have to happen in episode 9 but now they have so CGI. much time they have well, CGI they, they have CGI like we both saw Rogue One I can't remember his name, but the the old jerk in uh, the gray suit. Yeah, <laughs> something with a T. I can't remember his name. Tanakis. No, that's probably way off. Talent. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, you could really tell that that was this guy CGI as soon as he like started moving. Um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty well done, but I really hope they don't do that to Carrie Fisher. And I think that's actually been talked about. You probably noticed on Reddit today. I think that's been starting to trend today. I think it was just today, yeah, where people was like, do not do that to Carrie Fisher. I, we don't want any Uncanny Valley CGI representations of her in any future films. Tarkin. Tarkin. I wonder what Tarkin. I said. It was close. Yeah, you said Tarek or something like that. Yeah. So that wraps up 2016. In a nutshell, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine major celebrity deaths. I was going to say, I feel like there's even more. There was more than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were uh, Lenny, Lenny, Kra Lenny Kravitz? Yep. No, not Lenny Kravitz. Motorhead. The, the the lead singer of Motorhead died this year, too, I think. Lemmy something. Lemmy Kilm Kilmit Kilmister? Yeah. Kilmister. Oh, he died one year ago today. Oh. It just said December 28th, so oh. all right. But yeah, that wraps up. 2016, thanks for enduring that crap show with us. 2016 was not a good year. Here's to 2017, hoping that it's better. It will be better because there's going to be some Jake and Joe show. All year. All year long. We're going to be bringing you the good news and as probably bad news too, but uh, just 
Focus That's on life. the good news <laughs> because we're going to be try to bring in that as much as possible because we are 20-somethings that endured 2016. So we'll uh, probably have pessimistic views on the world for a while. We're, we'll see if 2017 can bring us out of that. Thank you for hanging out with us this episode. And you might notice that. <laughs> I'm going to mention I will have mentioned it at the beginning of the episode. I'm going back. But I wanted to flip the mic over now and give you a better sounding outro. So turn your radios down. I accidentally recorded with the wrong mic this episode. And I'll give you more information at the beginning of the episode. So I won't go into it now. But thanks for sticking with us. Yes. We appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I really hope that it was still listenable. If that's a word. If not, then episode six is a write-off. Oh, I know because I, I love the content that we had too. I feel like it's probably going to be close to an hour and a half or so of of pretty uh, pretty good content. Um, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> I, I think it's okay. I think it's going to be listenable. Um, in the future, we just we won't be more let careful. it happen. Because yep. this is the first time we were recording here and the first time we were actually recording with your home computer so i mean it would happen today if it happens at all so it's impossible to happen any other time it won't happen again yeah you'll set up the yeti on this so that's it for this week thanks for listening we'll be back next week next wednesday with our new episode we're getting close to valentine's day we plan on doing something fun for that we haven't quite figured it out yet because it's still the end of december while we're recording this but As we know more, you'll know more. Thanks for sticking around. This has been Joe. And this is Jake. And have a great week. See you guys. But first, in tradition, with the last few episodes, we're going to be sending you off with probably not an easy listening track because it's been like bumping EDM lately. So here's here's just a track to make you feel really good about your day. Hit it. Thought about this too much. What's there left to say? Throw your stones the river. Like me, it drifts away. I would watch you stare. I would watch you stare Oh, but there's no one there Never let go